gradual progress though, but isn't that the most sustainable, right? A lot of people will, will build, they're so focused on building fast. And let's say the idea does take off. Let's say it's wildly accepted and it does take off. Now you have no back office foundations to keep it up there though, right? Because you, you, you built the end product and you pitched it, you sold it, you got it out there, but now you've got customer inquiries and now you got all kinds of things that should support it and the support does not exist. And so it is just, it is equally as important to be concerned with what's happening aesthetically, right? What people will, will, will experience and see as it is to identify how are we going to sustain and maintain this as a viable opportunity, right? Hi, I'm Caitlin Pyatt, owner of Authentic Branding and Marketing, where I work with female entrepreneurs to brand, market, and grow their small businesses. I'm your host for this podcast, Startup Marketing. I'm a mom of three and entrepreneur, so if you ever hear little kids in the background, it's just my life, I'm trying to make this all work while I build a business. I worked as a corporate marketer for over 12 years where I focused on marketing and branding strategy along with marketing management. Often, I heard small business owners say they weren't doing any marketing because they couldn't afford to outsource it to an agency and they didn't know how to do it themselves. When I started my business, I knew I could take my expertise and my experience to help women thrive by teaching them how to create strategic marketing plans they could feel confident about and show them the tools to make managing their marketing easy and efficient. So if you're an entrepreneur out there who's Googling how to brand and market your business, you've come to the right place. The goal of Startup Marketing is to make all of my marketing knowledge accessible and actionable so you can take it and level up your business. I'm a huge marketing nerd, and I'm passionate about sharing everything I know with you. This podcast is genuinely one of my favorite things to create. So get ready to learn about all things marketing. Hey, Startup Marketing listeners, welcome to this week's episode with Tawana Taylor. Yay. Through a well-earned reputation for her ability to shape and mobilize a business-focused vision, Tawana is the business strategist and accountability coach business owners turn to when they're launching their extraordinary and profitable ideas. As the founder and CEO of her boutique business consulting company, Bootstrap Dreams, LLC, Tawana applies over 15 years of small business and state government experience to teaching the D-O-N-E, done formula, her proprietary strategy. Through this formula, Tawana proves that even the most lofty business endeavors can bypass overwhelm using a using a flexible structure, process, and systems. Tawana has received over nine time awards for leadership, social impact, implementation, contribution, and exemplary service, and carries the credential of certified project management professional. Driven by resilience and relentlessly speaking from the gift of encouragement, Tawana finds fulfillment in faith, exploring new things, journeying through motherhood, and effective co-parenting. Doing life in community with others inspires Tawana to share messages of hope that are prompted from life's messes and is on an impassioned mission to turn all of her former sufferings into service. She is amazing. I am so excited for this conversation. We're going to be talking about one of my favorite things to do, which is creating strategy around your vision. And I'm going to borrow directly from Tawana on this one because I literally cannot think of a better way to say this. When you don't take time to put strategy to your vision, you're saying, I have zero time to be successful. 
It's so true, but it's easier said than done. So without further ado, let's dive in. Tawana, welcome. I am so excited to have you here today. Thank you, Caitlin. I am so excited as well. I'm so grateful that you have um, allowed me to share this space and this time and this conversation. I'm just like, yay, we're here. Yes, yes we are. It has been a long time coming. We mm-hmm. connected way back in January. We it's did. June now. Um, and it'll still be a while before this airs, but it has, it just felt like this kind of like long, long path to get here. So I am super excited. Tell us a little bit about your background and what it is you do. Oh my goodness. So the background, you've heard all the formalities, right? (laughs) Heard all the formalities. One thing I really like to express is helping women entrepreneurs, particularly it doesn't completely exclude men yet. There's just a natural cadence towards women being a woman, a professional, Mm -hmm. um, being a woman as a mother, being a woman, as having lived, you know, various life experiences and even having overcome adversities. And there's just something about using life and letting it inform your business and Mm -hmm. letting your business inform your life and doing that through project management, right? It's like yeah. we talk about authenticity, authenticity. What can I say today? Authenticity. <laughs> authenticity. Right? We talk about personal branding. We talk about, yeah. um, you know, letting our missions, our visions, our values, not just be statement, but truly leading our lives with those things, not trying mm-hmm. to separate them from our entities. And yes, I understand that, you know, by nature of formalities, yes, we want to separate our legal entity from who we are personally. Right, um, right. And I understand when we get to a certain size uh, as a company, we have to separate some things. Yes. Um, however, it's still not completely isolated, right? Who right. you are. Right. Uh, and why you're doing what you're doing. I do right. like to emphasize that why we do and what we do are very different, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. who we are and why we do are not isolated. So in right. business, helping entrepreneurs, whether you're emerging or established, but you've got a new idea that you want to, to, to take a leap and launch, doing that strategically, right? Getting it done and and having project management be the foundation. Yeah. And I think it's super important. And I know even as somebody like I'm, I am not a project manager, but I am a very organized Mm -hmm. person. So I haven't been like certified in it, but it is part of kind of what I built my reputation, my career on in the corporate world. It's what I've translated over into the services that I offer my clients. Mm -hmm. And I still find myself, even when I've got an idea and I'm like, oh my gosh, I really want to do this thing. Like it is so easy to um, jump straight into the tactics and like start executing without thinking it through or to be like, oh, this is a really brilliant idea. And like immediately, you know, I see kind of the spider web of like, Mm -hmm. here is everything that, you know, how I can do this. And I start to see like that strategy and I get really Mm -hmm. excited, comes together in my head all at once. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, that's just a lot of work. (laughs) And you kind of like freeze up and you're like, I don't even know where to start. And then so you don't, it just kind of like sits there on Mm -hmm. the shelf. And like, I think about it and I'm like, oh yeah, I really do. That is still a really good idea. So this I think is really probably a very, uh, a conversation that a lot of people are going to be like, Mm -hmm. oh yes, I can identify with that, you know, no matter where you're at in your, your journey. Yes. It it happens to everybody, I think. Everyone. 
going to be exciting. And you know, it's it's like that old saying how the the uh, shoe cobbler doesn't have shoes, or the kids mm-hmm. and like the hairstylist, mm-hmm. you know, her hair and, and the children's hair aren't combed because they're so yes. busy doing it for everyone else, right? Yeah. And so we have to be conscious that the same thing that we may be great at doing for others, we need a business council to do for mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. because we're too yes. in the weeds, right? We're, we're in the web of those thoughts and those thoughts don't just have the business and all the workings of the what's and the wins and the where's and the how's and the why's and the excitement, but then we have life. We have family, we yeah. have friends, yeah. we have whatever pressing matters that are also competing with that. And so we need someone to extract the greatness and yes. tell us what is the minimum viable thing that you can do and still get it accomplished. That's really mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. we need to focus on. And so I think it's so important that we give ourselves permission to make that 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 plan as a roadmap, not a guarantee, right? Yeah. There's more yes. than one way to get to that destination. Be flexible getting there. And you know, as you talk about project management, that's one thing I really really enjoy about this profession. Uh, a lot of people, you know. Like you have, like oh, I'm not certified in it. That's you know what? Guess what? You got to be a practitioner of project management before mm-hmm. you can certify in it anyway. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just taking it an extra step. But it doesn't mean that because you're not certified, you don't do it, right? Right. right. So yeah. you know, some people are lofty and will will hang on that 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 hat of the PMP. And I just like to tell people, well, you got to do it before you get it. So be yeah. you know be that practitioner stand boldly in it use that as your strength and confidence and if you want to take that next step let's talk about it because there's a whole lot of cool ways that it can happen um yeah. but yeah, yeah really um oh the quote quote that i had been sharing recently came to yes. mind right it's it's not ideas that we execute it's decisions ooh ooh that is really good right a lot because- of times yes Go ahead, yes. finish your thought. Go ahead, no, Kayla. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, that is the truest statement I've heard in a really long time mm-hmm. because it's so, it is so accurate. It's not your ideas. It's yeah. the dishes, the decisions you make about them. It's like decisions. what, how am I going to move forward on mm-hmm. this? What's it going to look, you know, okay, you go, you dive into that. <laughs> how, take me away. Take me on your journey. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you totally hit it because we, we, it's easy to get excited about ideas. And that's one thing that I'd have to say, like what's a pro or con as me as a personality being a strategist? I'm not easily excited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? that's because fair. people are like, oh, I have this idea. And I'm like, well, what are you going to do about it? And they're like, oh, well, you're a vibe kill. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I just want to, do you want to do something about it? Or do you just right. want ideas? I need to know what, what, what what hat am I feeling for you today? What ear am I lending yeah, yeah. so that I can be the person that you need me to be, be the support that you need me to be? Because there's nothing, well, I'm not going to say there's nothing worse, but you know, you ever go into somebody with an idea that you actually want to do something with and they're like, yeah, I don't know how to help. And you're like, well, that was a waste of breath, right? right, right or you yes. go to somebody with an idea and all you want to do is bring from the idea and they're trying to get you to take action. And you're like, well, I just wanted to kind of talk about the idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there, I mean, like there's time and space, yeah. for, but like you do need all of those you need things. Them. You the space to be like to get super jazzed and to kind of like brainstorm and stuff Mm -hmm, like that mm -hmm. and to kind of like get that creative energy going but Mm -hmm. then yeah you need you either need to be able to do it yourself or you need somebody who's going to be like okay but now what now what right now is the next (laughs) step or or the first step and what is that first step going to be exactly so really you know again it's okay and there's time and space to have your idea and really kind of think mm-hmm. it through, not make it perfect, but just think like, 
what is it to you and why does it work for you and who else will benefit from it and where can I show up with this and when can I mm. make it happen? Like those five W's mm-hmm. will, will take you to the next natural step if you really wanted to do something with it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's so... I- it's so funny how something like so literally elementary that mm-hmm. we learned in elementary school right. kind of takes you, but it is not, it is not as easy sometimes mm-hmm. to like take mm-hmm. those first steps. Mm-hmm. And so when you think about like when people are coming to you and they're mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, okay, I, I want to work with you. I need somebody like you. What is the number one reason you feel like they're not taking those steps and they're not putting is it that they don't know to kind of think, simplify it into those terms, or is it something something else that prevents them from like taking that action? So far, what I found when when people who are interested in working with me come to become clients, the number one thing they need to get going is support because they lack mm. the confidence. They are afraid. Mm. Right. Because yeah. most of the time people aren't doing something that that's completely foreign to them. Right, right. right? Their, their idea, it, it, it piggybacks off of something that they're already extraordinarily great at. Yes, They've been doing yeah. it for someone else or doing it for mm-hmm, another job mm-hmm. or doing it in some other way in life and realize I can monetize this and still be of service. Hey, mm-hmm. let's do this, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But then they're afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. What if I don't do it right? What if someone's not happy? What if I don't have all the things that I need? What if and it's like those what ifs, they are very real. And I'm glad you're thinking about the what ifs. But what if you don't? Right, right. right. What if you don't? Just try it. What if you don't? You know, and I, and I, and I, I, I aim to be really reasonable and say, hey, you know, talk about it to 10 people. Mm-hmm. Get feedback from 10 people. If three say no, you got seven that said, hey. I kind of yeah. like that, right? Yeah. Or you yeah. got seven more that that are asking you deeper questions so you can identify what the next level of effort may need to look like, mm-hmm. right? All mm-hmm. feedback. All feedback yeah. is data. Yeah. The question is, what are you going to do with it? Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's I think that's really great advice. And I think it's something that... Um, you know, I think no matter where you are at on mm-hmm. your journey, whether you are a new entrepreneur, mm-hmm. whether you have gotten to a point where like you've grown your business and you're starting to hire people or what, you know, wherever you are mm-hmm. in that kind of founder's journey, yeah. like you run into that mindset, mindset. all the time, mm-hmm. you know, it'll come, it'll come up again. You'll conquer it in one area, mm-hmm. you know, starting out, you'll kind of get over those fears yep. and things like that. And you'll get your, your first like offer out there into, into the world. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get to the point where you need to hire someone mm-hmm. and you, you, you know, you start the whole process over. So it's kind of this continual, yeah, like every level, what if I don't process? Yeah, yeah. Because it just, it's just kind of the way that this whole world works mm-hmm. and it really, it just kind of takes, um, I think, a lot of uh, guts, I guess, to just continue to like work on it and to find a system that helps you get past that. Yeah. So, which is kind of exactly what you have created mm-hmm. with this done. Do you okay? So, do you say it done? Yeah, or do done. You spell, do you, oh, okay, I, yeah, done. done formula. I mean, it is an acronym. We'll and we'll it definitely is. talk yes. about it. Yeah, it is an acronym. <laughs> but yeah, just say the done formula because ultimately you want to get it done. 
Yeah. So what is, it's, it's perfect. I love how like cleverly simple this is. <laughs> so what is the done formula and how does it help people get things done? Oh, I like that you said cleverly simple because I so don't see myself as being clever, <laughs> mm. but I do want to simplify, right? I do want to yeah. help people simplify, uh, make complex things as simple as you possibly can by, mm. you know, fewer steps at a time as possibly can. Mm -hmm. Most, a lot of people mm -hmm. are multi-passionate and they want to do all the things at the same time. And it's like, nope, let's focus on this one. I'm not saying you can't do them all. You're the CEO. You're going to make the decision. But let's right, focus on right. this one, get it mobilized, leverage it, and now you can mm. put your energy and make perhaps even some some uh, uh, equity or some capital or some money in plain right, terms towards right. the next idea, right? But when yes, you're trying to scrap yes. everything from the ground at the same oh, time, it's so hard. It's, it's so like hard. putting water through a strainer. Where does it all go? Yeah, yeah. Doesn't mean you didn't yeah. put it in, but it definitely disperses, and you're like, what happened? <laughs> Right? right. That's a great analogy. And, yeah. and it's what contributes to that, like overwhelm. I think when you yeah. like, when you, when you have all of this creative energy and all these ideas and you're trying to do all of them, mm -hmm. but you're not focused on just one, not only are you missing the opportunity to build some capital and have some like money to actually invest into or reinvest into more business ideas, but that's where you start. To, I think you start to feel really frazzled. I know that's true for myself. Like mm -hmm. I, I have to catch myself often yeah. saying like, hold on, you are trying to work on three ideas right now. And <sighs> you're like doing all of them to like the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. What if we just focus on one of them? That's right. <laughs> we, get, that's right. we get one thing done. And it doesn't so, mean that we're totally negating everything else, right? You know, no, not at all, not at all. Not at all. One thing, because then that means I'm giving up everything. No, any opportunity that requires you to give up everything is not an opportunity. Yeah, we do have to be practical though in what our capacity may be to accomplish mm -hmm. it. So do it yourself mm -hmm. doesn't mean do it alone. Yes, right? ooh, that's a good one too. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. okay. So, but before, before right. we dive in, cause I think that's going to take us down a path gonna... of community. So, <laughs> but it's all tied into the done formula. It is all tied in. I, so I done <laughs> is the acronym. So mm. what is the acronym for done? So the acronym for done is the D is twofold. The D is to define, right? Because if you don't mm. know what, well, how are you going to decide? Yes. And so before yes. you can decide, you want to define. And then I just gave you the other the other half of the D that's to decide. So once you yeah. define what you want to do and why you want to do it, who may benefit and where you can show up because our customers are everywhere, but not everyone is our customer. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So where can you show up and when are you going to get it started? Now you can make a decision. Mm -hmm. Right. On what, 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 what can I do? What's the minimum viable thing that I can do right now that's going to be impactful, yes. that's going to have good reach, that's going to make me feel good because I'm not, I don't have to be an imposter. I don't have to have that whole syndrome because I'm showing mm -hmm. up as me. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where I want to be knowing that they're there. They're there. Yes. They yes. just haven't yet encountered me, but I've got to show up for that to happen. And so mm -hmm. that's that D in the done formula. Then the O goes to ownership, right? Because any idea that we have that we don't take action on is yep. a wish. Mm. We wish that it will happen. And we're mm -hmm. probably wishing someone else will pick it up and do it. But if we don't first own it and if we don't first put things into place for it to perhaps be delegated, 
Yeah. It's just a wish, right? Yep. So taking ownership of now that I have this idea and now that I'm more clear about what it is that I'm going to do with it, what are the things that I need to do in my life so that it can take shape? How do I need to revise my schedule? Who do I need to invite in to help me with this or to even or to help me believe just simply to keep believing that it's yep. worth it. Right. Sometimes yeah. moral support is more significant than <laughs> sure. right? and then, like somebody who actually takes up yeah, part of your project and, part does, of the project it and you. yep. does it. Because, again, the mindset, if you don't believe in it, it doesn't matter what strategies or efforts you put towards it. It's not going to mm-hmm. keep happening. Right. Right. Um, So owning it, making being willing to make the adjustments to accommodate this vision. Mm -hmm. Then the N in the formula is to nurture, nurture the idea. What Mm. we focus on grows. Right. So you talk, Caitlin, about, hey, like if I if I put my energy into this particular thing, what would happen versus if I just keep spreading myself too thin and giving it a fraction right? Yep. Of energy. So if I focus on this thing or make this one of my priorities, what would happen? How can I Mm. nurture this? Who do I need? And what do I need to succeed? Because Mm -hmm. our decisions are not isolated. So does this mean I need my companion to now uh, maybe step up and and do meals because that'll give me an extra 30 minutes or an hour or whatever in my day? Do I need to order in groceries instead of shopping in the store and picking them up because that'll give me some extra time back in my day? Do I need to call Mm -hmm. mom or auntie or someone, a trusted family from the community member, a member from the community to come be with my children, you know, and and keep them constructively preoccupied for a few times a week or a few hours a day so that I can be uninterrupted and work on this. Like, what does Mm -hmm. it look like for you? Of course, I'm giving a lot of, um, maybe someone would say gender specific type things. Um, but those are the things that I know I face the most. Those are the things that my my women, you know, professionals face the most. So they're easy to come up with those, but you look at your life and you decide who do I need and what do I need to Mm -hmm. succeed? Mm -hmm. It may be personal, it may be professional, right? You may be like, I suck at marketing. I, my, my social media management, I need help with that. And graphics on Canva takes me too long to make one. And then it looks like a kindergartner when I finish, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. So do you need someone to come in and do that so that you can yep. focus more on the strategy and implementation? Or do you need somebody to implement because you're, you know, your, your big idea, but your follow through sucks, right? Let's be sure. honest. A lot of yeah, times yeah. high achieving visionaries have an amazing idea. That's why I call them extraordinary. Yes. The follow through though, is lacking, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, and so yeah. that's why it's like, who do we need and what do we need to succeed? So that's how we nurture that. We, we start building the plan, making it a yes. roadmap, not a guarantee, realizing I'm going to plan for the most critical path, the, the, the narrowest one, the straightest one, because yes. that's the fastest way to get there. However, yes. right, if I were to go up and go to my favorite, get up today and go to my favorite store of choice and hit a detour, what I want right. at that store is going to be more important than saying, forget it, turn around and go home. Unless you're right, talking about right. hours of time and miles and miles and miles out of the way, right? We <laughs> right. typically take the detour and we finish mission. We can right. do the same thing with our ideas for our businesses. Yes. We can yes. find another way. And sometimes we also have to change mode of transportation depending on what life right. presents, right? We want to be yes. on the jet plane, but we might have to take a boat. Or we might have to, you know, walk a little ways. You know, that's okay. It doesn't mean the destination changes. Give yourself Mm -hmm. grace, right? Because there are lots of external factors that we try to mitigate, but we don't have full control over. And they will absolutely affect the plan and, and often the timing of it. They're not isolated, right? 
So then that moves us into the E. The E is, you know, execute it. <laughs> execute it. Yeah. Execute, yes. How do we do that? We do that by backing all of this to a calendar, right? Yeah. Holding ourselves accountable or being held accountable because we know when we just hold ourselves accountable, sometimes we just get away with stuff and we move stuff around and we push it to the mm-hmm. side and we change the date on it and hey, We know we're human, not machines. We still need maintenance. We need breaks. We need all those things. We have to factor them in. So just because you can do something in a day doesn't mean you shouldn't give yourself two, right? Right. Just because you can get something done in a week doesn't mean you shouldn't give yourself, you know, maybe a seven days business to do it because life happens, right? And so putting it to a calendar to say at this future point in time, I really want this to be a thing. Now, when am I going to get moving. Yeah. Right. And slowly but surely you will see yourself activating. You will see this thing realize because you have moved from just you to now inviting other people in by having good hearted conversation. And that definitely talks about the community aspect that you mentioned earlier, Kaylin. Yeah. Yeah. I, so first of all, there's like 200 things that I want to unpack, but I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to, I'm going to pick a couple of them, mm-hmm. um, for the sake of the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the time that we have. But, um, you know, you talk about like this minimum viable product, which is a really common phrase mm-hmm. in the startup world. And it's truly just, you know, you talk about, and you think about, okay, what is, what do I want this idea to be in an ideal, perfect situation? If it could go a hundred percent exactly the way that I want it to, mm-hmm. this is kind of what the output would look like or the right. final end product would look like. But often that is not possible mm-hmm. within like your, your resources, whatever they are, whether mm-hmm. it's time, money, ability to execute, things like that. So breaking it down to this minimum viable product, what mm-hmm. is, you know, the, closest to your idea mm-hmm. that is not, it's still functional. It still gets the point across. It still does yeah. what you want it to do, but it's maybe not a hundred percent of the way there mm-hmm. yet. That minimum viable product is so critical mm-hmm. to, I think, kind of reducing some of that overwhelm oh, because yeah. when you, when you're working toward and you're like, okay, I see like this utopia that I am headed toward, mm-hmm. it, nothing is more discouraging than when you realize like, oh my gosh, it is, it is like out of my reach. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of have to like recalibrate and go, okay, yeah. what can I do that still accomplishes? So I might for example, I might have this idea, this vision for like a course with a community and all of these things. And it's mm-hmm. going to go, you know, phenomenally. And I've got this launch. Well, I don't know. I Then I get started and then I realize like, I don't know if I can quite get there. Mm-hmm. Right. Like maybe my, maybe the polish isn't as, as good as I want it to be on the recordings for the course. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I realize that like, oh my gosh, building a course and launching it and building a community is too much. Mm-hmm. So then you kind of strip it down and you right. go, okay, well, what, what can I do out of that? I can, I can still record all of my lessons and mm-hmm. put them together mm-hmm. and be okay with that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be as polished That's as right. I want it to be the first time around. That's right. Maybe the launch isn't a big launch, but it is a beta group, for That's example, right. of mm-hmm. five friends that I can recruit to, mm-hmm to take it or five peers or colleagues or whatever, Whatever. five people in my target audience Mm -hmm. who want to beta test this and give me feedback Mm -hmm. where I can keep iterating. And it just, you know, you kind of, you keep building toward that. Toward that, right? 
And then to something that I teach my, my clients to do when it comes to like executing your marketing tasks, because, Mm -hmm. and I think this is something that you'll be able to appreciate from a project management standpoint is, you know, a lot of times people look at it and they're like, okay, well, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to do a campaign for this Mm -hmm. thing, whatever it is, whether it's a course that they're launching or it's a product and they want to do a sale or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, well, you need all of these, you need a campaign to launch that. Right. And so they're (laughs) like, okay, well, my campaign is going to be on social media. I'm going to have some stuff on my website. I'm going to send some emails. Maybe I want to send out like a postcard and all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I go, okay, well, we're going to put that all into a timeline. So like, how long is it going to take us to get all that done? Well, I I could probably get the postcard done like today. Mm -hmm. Really? Like, let's think about and break down when we talk about minimum viable product, right. let's talk about what goes into a postcard. Right. You have to you have to write the text for it. Yeah. Somebody's going to need to design it. Yeah. Uh, you need some you need some houses to send it to. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so where are we going to get that list from? Right. Um, your printer is going to mm-hmm. need time to print it and mm-hmm. mail it for you. Mm-hmm. You know, so that this idea of minimum viable product, I think, translates really nicely to yeah. project management as well because that's when. You know, I teach my my clients to say, okay, break down each each marketing asset that you want to create That's into right. smaller steps. And then you just have to take one step a day. So Boom. like get yeah, give yourself give yourself a week to get that postcard done mm-hmm. and say, okay, well today I'm gonna focus on getting the text for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or postcards are probably a little antiquated <laughs> for some. Oh businesses, no, it depends on what you your know, industry is because mailers does. are still highly significant in health I, and in real estate. Correct. Yes. Right? Financial, financial, where like a lot of my clients work, they mm-hmm. are, um, mailers are still like, hot, oh yeah, <laughs> <I don't>, you <laughs> know, but this translates to, it translates to an email, for example, too. Mm-hmm. Like if you are somebody who's building an email list and things like that, right. you know, what, what there's many steps that go oh, yeah. into getting this done. And mm-hmm. so if you, if you break it down and then you just kind of map it out and say, okay, I'm going to give myself a few days and I'm going to get a couple of small steps done every day mm-hmm. before you know it, it's done and yeah. it's ready to go. And that that, like overwhelm is gone a, yeah. a little bit out of it because you didn't try to cram the whole process the whole thing. Right. into one day, you know, and, and we might be simplifying this a little bit with like a, a small step, but when you scale that to like a big idea, like creating a course mm-hmm. or launching a new product or mm-hmm. offering or whatever it is within your business, you can take the same concept mm-hmm. and like build it out the same Certainly. way. What what phases to launching a course? Like there was, for me, there was like the market research mm-hmm. and then there was actually like building the course. Mm-hmm. And then I had to create a little launch plan That's right. and, you know, you just kind of build it, you know, you break it out you and then there's, there's steps within each of those. And you just slowly, but surely kind of make some progress. And that's for me what it was. It was slow, but sure. Gradual progress though, but isn't that the but, most sustainable, right? Yes. A lot of people will, will build, they're so focused on building fast. And let's say the Mm -hmm. idea does take off. Let's say it's wildly accepted and it does take off. Now you have no back office foundations to keep it up there (laughs) though, right? Because you you, you built the end product and you pitched it, you sold it, you got it out there, but now you got customer inquiries and now you got all kinds of things that should support Mm -hmm. it and the support does not exist. And so Mm -hmm. it is just, it Mm -hmm. is equally as important to be concerned with what's happening aesthetically right what people will will, will experience and see 
as it is to identify how are we going to sustain and mm-hmm. maintain mm-hmm. this as yes. a viable opportunity, right? And so when you talk about minimum viable product, the other thing that came to mind is what's your minimum viable action too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely. And, you, and you broke that down. We don't have to go back you know, through that from my voice, you broke that down so significantly. What is your minimum viable action? Because a lot of a lot of times people don't get started, not just because the idea is big. If you're afraid of the idea, they're like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to start. Yes, you do. Just pick one. Mm-hmm. Just pick you know one what thing. you want to do. So if you've already broken it down to the individual outcomes that you would like to achieve, which mm-hmm. one of those outcomes would you like to start with? And which one thing can you do to get going with that yeah. outcome? Not the whole dream with that mm-hmm. outcome because you're building towards the dream. That gradual progress makes right, right. the difference. You know, my, my daughter has a shirt. Everyone loves it when she wears it. And it says small wins and good friends lead to big victories. Oh yeah. And it, that, that matters so much. And I'm like, yep, yes. that is so relevant. Small wins. We often wait till we get to the ultimate goal to celebrate, mm-hmm. but do you know how much life and business happens in the space between goal setting and goal getting it's mm. it is hard it and is, it is often <laughs> long and sometimes it is dry and because right because people are excited at first but then they're like well when are you going to get there and you're like i'm working on it so you gotta celebrate <laughs> your small milestones along the way because without yes. those there is no big finish Yes. Oh, what did I, I saw something. Oh, I wish, um, I could remember this. I'm going, I don't even know if I can Google it fast enough to like, or look it up. But, um, one of my mentors recently said that she keeps a log of those like small mm-hmm. milestones, those small wins. I forget mm-hmm. someone in her comments had like titled it something really extraordinary. I shouldn't even brought it up because I can't even, <laughs> I can't even remember like what it was. At but the end of the day, it's the concept to reflect. Yeah. The point, the point was, yes, that they just kept these like small accomplishment yes. lists because when you're in that slog of just, you know, between the, the goal setting and goal getting. I love that phrase. That is where like the grind starts to like really wear on you and Mm -hmm. where you start to kind of second guess yourself and go, okay, do I have as much clarity around this as I thought I did? Is this actually something, you know, even if you talked to 20 people who were Mm -hmm. like, this is great or 10 people who said, Mm -hmm. this is great. Mm -hmm. You know, well, you people that said it's it. not, you still. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. Right? You know, you start to kind of think like, okay, where am I going? Like mm-hmm. you just, all those thoughts start to kind of come in. And I think that's where having a strategy in place starts to kind of, it, it brings that clarity um, because you will, if you don't have that strategy, if you haven't answered the question of like, who is this for? What mm-hmm. do I hope that they get out of it? You know, mm-hmm. you haven't answered those kind of strategic questions mm-hmm. about your product or your project that you're embarking on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, you will lose yourself quickly oh, yeah. in in that, that time and that oh, space. Yeah. Um, and it's, that's when you start to feel like, ah, oh, this, this really stinks. And like, it's not great. And you know, you get it done. And like, that's when you hear the crickets and things like that. Uh And so it's, it's hard. It's, it's a difficult space to be in. It is. We have to normalize that. And that's one thing I do with my clients when we work through our Trello boards or Asana or whatever platform they're Mm -hmm. on, if they have one or whatever platform I usher them to, if they don't have one, 
there is a designated place for reflections to celebrate those small mm. wins along mm. the way. That's a good idea. Oh yeah, it's huge because they often forget, like they'll say something to me and I'll, I'll just go in there and note it because they'll forget yeah. because they're in the weeds of getting it accomplished, yeah. right? If it's yep. not big to them, they won't realize how significant it really is. And I'm like, well, if you didn't make that step, you know, realize what you did. So I'll just go in and know yeah. it and I'll at mention them and they'll get a prompt and they're like, wow, thank you yeah. for pointing that out. I mean, it means something and that level of support, yes. you know, as we talk yes. about moral support is, is equal, if not more important sometimes than, than the buy-in, the actual mm-hmm. buy-in from whatever your product or service is. So yeah. they both definitely have their place in business. Absolutely. And I think too, to remember, I had a boss say this to me sometimes and and going back to your um, comment at at the beginning of the episode where like, we're not executing ideas. It's the decisions. Mm -hmm. I had a boss one time congratulate me. We were hosting this really big event. um, And he like, you know, it gets all done. And he's like, you, you know, that was amazing. Great job. And I said to him, I go, all I did was make the decision to actually to outsource that. And he goes, and he said to me, and this was really impactful and I carry it with me still today. And he goes, do not underestimate as a leader, the ability to make an important decision. He goes, if we had tried to do this ourselves, Mm -hmm. it would not have been nearly as successful Mm -hmm. as it was because you made the decision mm-hmm. to outsource it. That's right. It still took time and energy to yeah. like supervise and oh, make yeah. sure, you know, that it was coming together the way that it should. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, that was like such impactful advice. And so it's something that when I, when I kind of get to a point where I'm like a little bit overwhelmed or when I'm sitting down and I'm having like my strategy planning sessions, I never discount if I look at a step and I go, I just can't do that myself. And I decide or whatever it is, that decision, I always remind myself, like, don't underestimate the power to make a good decision. Yes. Amazing leadership, amazing nugget that you are able to carry forward, right? Transferable. Mm-hmm. A little bit of acknowledgement goes a really, really long way. Yeah. And as you were talking, it brings to mind something that I share with my clients and I even remind myself, and it's the presence of a new solution does not eliminate the work that still has to happen. Oh, right. Yeah. And so that's what your, your leader at that time was saying to you, Hey, just because you outsourced it doesn't mean <laughs> yeah, right? that there's no that work. There's that still goes no into work it. that go. It's just you just it's like insurance. We just transition we transferred the liability. Yeah. We transferred yeah. a portion of the responsibility. Mm-hmm. That's why though, making that decision and choosing to do that uh, in a more efficient way, a proactive way, is why things went well, right? It's not about yeah. are we capable, are we competent, are we committed? We can be all of those things. Do we have the capacity to do them? Yes. Not yes. always, right? Correct. We have to figure out where is the best use of our time, our knowledge, skills, and Absolutely. Abilities. Absolutely. I give I give a presentation often on how to create a marketing, a strategic marketing plan. Mm-hmm. And one of the takeaways that I always say to the attendees is, you know, first of all, play to your strengths. So the things that you can do really well, Mm -hmm. that's where you should be focusing your time and your energy. Mm -hmm. And secondly, you need to focus on what you have the capacity for. So if you don't have the capacity, for example, to churn out a podcast, Mm -hmm. 
don't start a podcast, (laughs) right? You know, because you don't have the capacity to do it. You might be really great at it. Mm -hmm. You might be a phenomenal, you know, interviewer, connector, storyteller, whatever it is. You may be a great podcast host, but you don't have the capacity to to manage all of the logistics that goes into Behind it, you know, it, right? The foundations the, for the it. foundation of it. And so, so don't, it doesn't mean never, it just right. means not right now. And here's that here's capacity a, is critical. Here's a healthy solution that I, so I, I, I want us to normalize seeing problems as opportunities. Mm-hmm. And so when I hear a client say something like that, you know, like what you express, like, okay, you don't have the capacity to do a podcast. That's okay. You may not have the capacity to own one right now, but it doesn't mean you can't mm-hmm. be on one. Right sure. Now, yeah. Right. They're... I share with people this just this 2021 mm-hmm. at the point in time of this pod, you make podcasts. I'm going to say live. Some was podcast, some was YouTube, some was <laughs> a live stream mm-hmm. of some sort. But I've been featured as a guest now over 62 times. Yeah. yeah. If I had to own all 62 of those opportunities, <laughs> they wouldn't happen. Not right, in this right. particular season. Right. Like I don't have Correct. the capacity to commit, Correct. but it doesn't mean I can't show up and share whatever goodness that's been asked of me to deliver, right? And And so- that goes back to that minimum minimum viable viable product. Product and minimum viable activity, right? Okay, well, I wanna do podcast-like things, but I can't own a podcast and all the logistics behind it right now, but what I can I do? I can show up and share and converse and teach Mm -hmm. and, you know, invite people to the opportunity to work with me if that's, you know, appropriate on that particular platform. Like, I can still do the podcast thing. Yes. Right. Yes. And yep. so you're you're not killing your whole dream. You're just changing. You you you're detouring the how, right? Yes. Absolutely. How you're gonna accomplish it? So yeah, it's so good. It's like it's, the possibilities are endless. At the end of the day, <laughs> the but don't let that endless. overwhelm you. Right. <laughs> you know, right. it's still it's, uh, it's that blessing you know, and burden. Correct. Correct. And that's what's really great about being able to kind of like look at this and to mm-hmm. think about. And take that time for strategy and, mm-hmm. and to really say, okay, what do I have the the skills to support, the strengths to support, the capacity mm-hmm. to support? And now let's look at how I can get that done. And when mm-hmm. you take time to put that strategy in place, when you work on your business instead of just in your business, that's where you can you start to see those alternative paths. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you're just simply looking at executing, mm-hmm. you you look at it and you go, okay, well, I don't have I don't have time to do a podcast. So I guess that's just it. And that's, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm done with that. Right. But if I'm spending time to kind of think strategically and say, okay, how, what other ways could I what do this? Ways? Mm-hmm. Then those, you know, oh, I could be a guest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm going to put together a little one sheet that, you know, highlights my experience mm-hmm. and the things that I can speak to. And I can start to identify what kinds of of podcasts or Mm -hmm. lives or groups that I want to present to. And then I can email this out to them, you Mm -hmm. know, and I'm going to, I'm going to pick five this week. I'm going to send it to five people. Mm -hmm. And every Monday, I'm just going to send it to five people, Mm -hmm. you know, like that's, you kind of, you start to those, the actions and the decisions Mm -hmm. that you have to make start to become a lot clearer when you just take a little bit of that time to say, how am I going to get this done? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But let me let me ask you this because this is something that even as even as somebody who I use a I use Trello Trello is my organization tool of choice, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I use it for myself. But 
here's something that I run into and I'm curious how you manage this for yourself. Cause okay. I know how, how do you create accountability for yourself? Because even if I say every Monday, mm-hmm. I'm going to send out this one sheet so I can be on a, on a podcast or start mm-hmm. to book gigs. So I'll, you know, I'll kind of process the creation of that out in Trello Mm -hmm. Uh and then I'll put it on my calendar and say, here's my little reminder at 915 every Monday morning to email to five people. Mm -hmm. 915 comes and goes. Monday afternoon, it rolls around. <laughs> right. And I see, I see the mist. Yep. I see the mist thing. Mm-hmm. And and then it, it becomes Tuesday. Right. And then eventually, you know, it just and I find myself in this cycle when it's just me, you know, mm-hmm. when I'm working on projects as part of a team, you know, mm-hmm. and <laughs> hired by someone else, mm-hmm. like those deadlines, I'm not I have I'm like, oh gosh, you know, I would never, ever allow one of those to pass mm-hmm, for a client. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. is not the same for myself. It's do you not experience, the same for self. Do you experience that too? Oh, and yes. So how I, do you get I, past it? I share that we often teach the best the things that we need to do the most, right? And mm-hmm. we're so passionate about them because we know the success and the detriment when yes. we don't, right? We have... We don't get passionate until it gets personal. And mm. that's why we're so good at what we do and helping others do what it is that we know how to do because we personally know the effect yes. when it when we do and when we don't, right? And so we're mm-hmm. passionate about teaching others. This is why you want to do it. Now, how you choose to do it is up to you, but this is why. And so, yes, to answer the question, I do, I, tell, I say all the time, just because I teach it does not make <laughs> me obsolete, right? It does not right. make me. And so the way that I resolve that for myself, and again, it's not 100%, so I'm not trying to to, to paint myself as perfect by any means. Absolutely not. Absolutely right? not. Um, however, there are certain things, though, that I'm like, no, this must be done. And so mm-hmm. I do go outside of me for accountability. Mm-hmm. And I have a business, what I call, um, I lean on to business counsel because most of the time it's business oriented. Sure. Um, but as as we are living this life, we have a life and a business council. Every great leader has an mm. advisory board, yes. right? Yes. And so you just have different hats depending on which way you're going. And some, hey, can do you justice and serve in both purposes, right? In both realms. But I have a business council, and there are people right before this podcast. I got on Facebook Messenger and in my and left a voice memo. To a a woman, a professional that I highly respect, highly admire. She comes to me for some things. I go to her for some things, right? Because Mm -hmm. we have different areas of life experiences and expertise. Our ages are different in things. And I ask her opinion, knowing I have to make the final decision. But I want to be informed when I make it, right? And so a way that I do that is I say, hey, this is what's going on right now. These are the things that I need to do. Will you help hold me accountable on such and Mm -hmm. such day? At this time, this is what needed to have happened. Will you check in with me on that? And they do. They absolutely, Mm -hmm. there's not a person that I do that with that is like, oh, I forgot. No, we know Mm -hmm. when we leave, because we're capable. We're competent yeah. and we're committed, right? We're self-starters, we're initiative takers, we're innovative. So when we we know when we go outside of ourselves to mm-hmm. lean into one of one another to to make sure something happens, we take it seriously. Yeah. We yeah. know at that point it's beyond you. Yeah. And okay, we talk about the what ifs. Okay, if this doesn't happen, what is the snowball effect? Mm-hmm. So not only do I check in to see 
kind of like it when I was an enterprise project consultant. I'm not going to wait until the day to see if you can do it, right? <laughs> right. Along the way, hey, right. Caitlin, how's it going? Is there something yep. that you need help with, right? And if right, that's not right. promising that I can do it myself, however, who do you need and what do you need, right? Just, let just, me open some doors. Let me you. open some doors for you if I can to help yeah. usher you towards the successful outcome of this opportunity. That is why you tapped into me, not just to wait for you on the date and time <laughs> to see if right. it happens, right? It's right. You're, you're asking for leverage when you invite me into the opportunity. It's an invitation, yes. not an obligation. And the fact that you, you entrusted me, invited me in to be an ear and to help you make sure it happens, don't take it mm -hmm. lightly. And that's yeah. how the client work is with me as well. It's like, you yeah. have invited me into this idea, this extraordinary idea. You see how you can make it profitable and it's going to be fulfilling because it's going to be of service. Yes. Now, yes. who do you need and what do you need to succeed? You don't know? Mm -hmm. Let's break it down then until you do know so that you can make informed decisions. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think that's, that is, I think when you speak about the community and, mm -hmm. and being part of a community and seeking mm -hmm. out community as part of your formula, mm -hmm. like it is. A step that, and I have, I found, mm -hmm. I work better when I have those little communities. Absolutely. And I, I was part of one, kind of during like last fall, and mm -hmm. then just kind of over time, like it mm -hmm. kind of ran its course, and the yeah. group kind of, you know, we still keep in touch, but we're not like actively working on right. projects. And the I, I have, has changed. Correct. Your, your needs I, have changed. Yes. Yes. And I was like, oh man, I just really miss having mm -hmm. that accountability because even it was just a simple, like every couple of weeks, somebody mm -hmm. was checking in mm -hmm. and saying, Hey, like what progress have you made? Mm -hmm. What, what challenges are you having right now? Mm -hmm. um, so I, I actually ended up joining a new community specifically Wonderful. like for that, because mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I am lacking that kind of general mm -hmm. connection where it's like, oh, hey, what are you, what are you working on? Right. What can I help you with? What questions do you have? Mm -hmm. um, so I think that, I think that is great advice. I think if you are listening and you are struggling to mm -hmm. actually take the action and, and keep your projects on track, right? You've gone through this whole strategic process, yeah. um, or, or even if you haven't, even if you're like, right. ah, you know, like I want to do this, but I mm -hmm. just need, I just need help right. finding, finding a community, whether it is a group that you join on Facebook, mm -hmm. um, or it's something that you actually pay for it, can, you know, it can be really formal. Either way. It can be something that you, you enroll in and you pay for and, and, you know, it's very structured, mm -hmm. but it could be as informal as just a group of colleagues that you go to and you say like, Hey guys, can we, can we just kind of help hold each other accountable? Can you, and you just put together like a little loose structure, like, Hey, mm -hmm. every couple of weeks, we're going to have a, a phone call or a mm -hmm. group chat or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And we're each going to give an update and we're going to ask our questions and we're going to look for that feedback. That's right. That's right. Um, you know, and it starts out likely very formal. Mm -hmm. Um, or not, I don't want to say very formal because I just said this is like, but in that informal instance, you know, it starts out a little bit more structured. A little more structured. Over, yeah. Right. And then over time, it just kind of evolves into something like you were talking about where like, hey, we just pop in when we need it mm -hmm. and everybody knows what to do. Everybody mm -hmm. knows how to pick that up and help right. move that forward. Because you for you. at that point, you built relationships. You built that. Yeah. It's right? that community that you yeah. built. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. This is so enriching. I Yes, absolutely. I think this is... 
this is kind of the the bones, right? Uh, mm-hmm. build, business building that yeah. I don't think it's talked about kind of often enough, enough which is like right. humanized you know, commerce, can, people. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, like you can, if you are, if you are trying to start a business or you have founded a business and you are like, okay, you can, I, I want to grow this. I want to do this thing. You can Google mm-hmm. so much of, so you know, much. or you can hire out services left mm-hmm. and right, you know, mm-hmm. but it doesn't get talked about enough. Right. The like the actual process of like how do you how do you be really strategic? How oh, yeah. do you start to put that into place? And that's why, um, you know, I I have people and I'm really passionate about this strategy portion because that's what I I focus on. Now I focus mm-hmm. on literal marketing strategy, right? Mm-hmm. But it is the same concept that you kind of speak about in terms yes. of like business strategy, yes. which is like, hey, you have to have a plan. That's right. In place, right. <laughs> I can't right. just you can't just like throw a million things at the wall. I mean mm-hmm. you, can. you can. You can absolutely do that. Yeah, you can. But it's likely going to kind of leave you feeling overwhelmed or slightly underwhelmed and like yep. you spent money on something that you're just not sure on. Yeah. It's that strategy that, you know, you, I, I find you have to really kind of like educate people on mm-hmm. because it's not always the most natural part of the process, right? The right. ideas come really easily uh-huh. um, or the execution of them comes really easily. Uh-huh. But that like overall, blending, how I, yeah, blending them all <laughs> together, you know, and that's why like so many times I've taken phone calls and, you know, discovery calls and people are like, okay, well, I want some social media ads mm-hmm. and I want some of this and I want mm-hmm. some of that. And I'm like, okay, but like, mm, what are we doing here? Right. What, is, well, what are you we know, doing? Where, <laughs> who <laughs> are we talking to and bit. why? Yeah. And, you know, and, and that's why, you know, I, I am, I am a marketing strategist. That's so right. that's where, that's the, you make the it make that sense, I right? Yeah. It's you know, it makes sense for them I so that it works. Correct. Because I'm like, that's, to me, that's when marketing is the most successful is mm. when you have a plan and you understand how, what's going to happen and how you're going to execute it. That's right. Um, but it's hard. It's, I find myself, which is unexpected. I find myself having to educate a lot of times. Oh, like, Hey, yeah. this is, this is actually how this process is supposed to go. Absolutely. Um, you know, Education I'm not, is a yeah, core component yeah, yeah. of what we do as, as mm-hmm. business professionals, as business leaders. Like anytime I meet a, a, a business leader, no matter what size, you know, solopreneur, micro, small business and beyond. And they're like, I'm tired of telling people. I said, well, stop doing your job. Quit. Design. (laughs) The moment you get tired of building awareness, you've Mm -hmm. lost your reason behind why you're doing Mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. If everybody already knew, they would need you. Right, right. Right? So your company is kaput if you don't want to educate people on your your excellence, on your greatness, on why you are the solution. Mm -hmm. It's your job. It is your Mm -hmm. primary Mm -hmm. role to create awareness, not to shove it down their throat. Right, right. But to get a sense, a shared sense of understanding about why you are the go-to for what they already need. Yes, yes. Right? I think that that is phenomenal. That is phenomenal advice. And I cannot, we are coming up kind of on the top of the hour. And I think that is like the perfect way to put a bow on this. Like you are creating that awareness. That is your job. Your your job job is not to create all of the individual little like projects and outputs and things like that. Those are byproducts. 
Exactly. Exactly. They accomplish the bigger goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I think that is great advice to remember as you're going through, you're never going to get out of that space. Mm-hmm. Um, so this has been phenomenal. Thank you for your time and your <laughs> expertise. You. Where can, where can listeners connect with you? You can connect with me at bootstrapdreams.com. When you go to the site, the contact form is there. Please, please, please reach out to me. Of course, if you're on social media, you can find me anywhere. You may be at Bootstrap Dreams, right? I love it. Instagram, Facebook, it's there. It's happening. I look forward to hearing from you so we can figure out who do you need and what you need to succeed. Yes, absolutely. All of those things will be linked in the show notes. I encourage you, reach out, connect. Tawana has amazing energy, as you can tell. Um, A great resource and just wonderful person to be connected with. So startup marketing listeners, I Mm -hmm. encourage you to connect. Thank you for your time and your expertise. If you've enjoyed today's episode as much as I have, please don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe to help other business owners like you find this podcast. Until next time, listeners.